0: Hurt slam. he's back he's gonna run he's in touchdown jaylon hurts the eagles are just devouring the giants and it's aj brown again another touchdown hey
1: welcome welcome back to
0: the uh What kind of tune were you listening to, buddy? I had you going like that. I was listening to the intro. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Welcome back to the uh, Link Lineup Draft Show. Uh, Today is a very special day because we are going to talk about our top 10 wide receivers in this upcoming draft. Um, With me today, I got got the boys, the full crew. Uh, I got our local, or not local draft guy, but our resident draft guy, Bryce. And then we have our almost draft guys, me. And Josh, I think he's over here on your screen. He might be over here. I'm not sure yet, uh, but he's he's somewhere. Uh, he's here. Uh, so today, is a fun episode, I think, because I would you guys agree that the uh, the wide receiver class this year is pretty stacked. Um, and then putting ten guys in the top ten is uh, it's a challenge because you know they each bring different skill sets that you want. You know, in a wide receiver and. They excel in places where others don't. So it was fun. It was difficult. Uh, so if you don't agree, sorry, sorry. Some of you guys sh- shit on us for the quarterback one on TikTok. Um, not cool, yeah, guys. Well, I seen
2: that. And that's we got cooked.
0: Not TikTok. cool, guys. <laughs> because Bo Nix's ass. That's 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 for a fact. Bo <laughs> Nix's ass. Um, so lay <laughs> lay 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 off of us. Um, but yeah, uh. We'll talk about some people that are in our top ten as well. Mainly Johnny Wilson, just because that guy six foot seven is going to be a physical freak, and he's going to be the next Calvin Johnson. You guys just don't know it yet. Oh, yeah. um, okay, we'll, we'll we'll clip this, um, and we will present it later on. Five years on the road, whenever Johnny Wilson is, his trajectory is straight for the Hall of Fame. Greatest of all time conversations. Um, <laughs> but yeah, pray to God guy doesn't go to the Cowboys, Giants, or Commanders. Hopefully comes the Eagles. How we do your thing. Uh, but let's talk about, let's talk about the wide receivers. Um, so this year, number 10 wide receiver straight from Georgia, lad McConkie
2: price. Um, what do you know about Mr. Lad? <clears throat> so lad McConkie, um, I believe don't quote me. Um, Think he's a four year player. Think he was a senior this past year, stayed all four years in Georgia. I believe so. Um, he's a junior. Okay. Excuse me. Well, would have been a senior if he decided to stay. But That's how that works. <clears throat> this past year, <laughs> yeah, duh. This past year, um, dealt with a little bit of injury. Uh think he had an ankle issue. But um looking at him in the georgia offense uh he was one of the most productive wide receivers in college he is a monster after the catch he kind of everybody talks about a receiver if they get the ball in their hands turn into kind of a running back makes people miss uh runs really good routes got good top end speed um he would be i mean to me, I think his ceiling is a very good number three option, possibly number two. Um, that's probably his ceiling in the NFL. I don't think he's ever a uh, number one receiver. Um, I may sound stupid in five years when he's leading the Texans as their number one receiver or something. Who knows? But <clears throat> um, I like Lad McConkey a lot. It's a guy – he's a guy that I would – very much like the Eagles to look into uh, possibly with a day two selection somewhere, whether it be second round, third round, whichever, where he falls. Um, I think he would play, have a detrimental impact to the Eagles offense this past year.
0: Um, I think if you look, when you look at him, you, you look at his size, um, and you immediately notice that he just not, He's not a, a big guy. He's not a physical guy. So a lot of his a lot of his wins on offense are going to be, you know, technique and using like just like a twitch, you know, to get the get the DB off balance. Um when it comes to physicality, you know, contested catches, he's not going to win. Um typically he's not going to if he gets jammed at the line of scrimmage, he's it's going to disrupt the play, right? Um <clears throat> so you definitely want to look at him as like a slot guy. Um, and then potentially a return guy. So uh, I know this isn't directed towards the Eagles, you know, this, this episode, but like, if you're looking to get not rid of Britton Covey, because we like Britton Covey, but if you want to get rid of Britton Covey, Covey to not take up a roster spot just for like a punt returner, this guy could be the answer. Right. So he, he he's, he's quick, he's fast, but he just, he's not big. So, Um, definitely see him as like a slot receiver, a return guy. Um, I think he'd be a great piece to an offense. Um, He's not going to be the star guy. He'll never be the star guy. But um, I think the potential is there to be an exciting return guy and then a super, super solid uh, slot guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. To me, he he, he wins with a lot of – a lot of technical aspects to his game, uh, wins with leverage, uh, like he gets up on DB's toes real well. Um, uh, he's really good out of his breaks. He, he runs really good routes. If you ever, um, I'd like <clears throat> if you, after this episode or, um, uh, if whoever's listening, um, uh, go watch, go on YouTube and watch his one-on-one reps at the senior bowl. Uh he made he may have made himself a lot of money at the senior bowl that past weekend or the, that weekend. Uh, he he looked like one of the best, if not the best, receiver there at the senior bowl. Um he uh he played really, really well.
0: Josh, you got anything you wanna add?
1: Yeah, I think you guys put it well. He's not the uh most physically talented receiver just in terms of stature. But um, you know, he's quick. He has great uh he's like very technically proficient good route runner and he actually does have good top end speed but um you know like you guys said he's not the biggest guy he can get jammed to the line of scrimmage um he's not the best contested catch kind of receiver so he's probably not going to pan out to be you know like a number one or number two outside receiver type of guy he probably is best suited for the slot um but also you know like bryce said uh, i could be eating these words in a few years when he ends up being some team's number one and is just dominating with you know crisp route running and just being able to get himself open. Um but yeah I mean he's definitely a team that or a guy that I would like to see the Eagles take a look at. We do we could use a slot receiver. And uh and like you said, Chase, um we like Britton Covey, but I wouldn't mind opening up that roster spot so we don't just have one dedicated to a return guy.
0: Yep. Um I think we've we've we pretty much like said that he's not like super physical, like just to like his build, but he—he's a—he's a—he's a hard worker, and so he—he he doesn't mind. He doesn't mind uh, blocking. You know, he, he plays the game the right way.
1: Uh, but uh, that,
2: that term you know. comes—that term comes around a lot when you talk about white receivers. You know,
0: so, uh, first one in, last I'm, one to leave.
1: I, uh,
2: son. I know this. It's, it sounds cliche, and it sounds as stupid as it is, but, like, honestly, um, he, like, his comparison might be, like, a Hunter Renfro type person, but he's fat. Oh, here we go yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I can't yeah. wait to talk about Coop on the defensive gonna side. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a wild one right there. Uh, yeah. but, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, as, he,
2: much as, like, as much as we're sitting there joking around, Lad McCoy is a very, very good receiver, and I would, he's somebody that I think who can make a lot of money for any for a team in the NFL <laughs> working out the slot position. Yeah, uh, uh,
0: definitely. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything we want to add before we <laughs> move on? Uh, because I, I swear to God, I didn't mean to be like, yeah, hard, hard worker. Just you know, tough, <laughs> tough like yeah. know, just really does everything the right way. Doesn't back down from a context. <laughs> Nothing. He just he puts Hell his yeah, head Bill down Bell and Bell goes to work. Yeah,
2: keep talking yeah.
1: about um, him. <laughs> Yeah, If Belichick right. is still in New England, they might take him at number three. But
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, could <laughs> yeah, definitely could. Um, man. All right, <laughs> let's uh, give some, uh, of,
2: well. Give me give me some draft grades on where you think you might fall.
0: I think I think it'll be second round. I don't think he I don't think he will be a first round pick. Um. I know we haven't made our our big board yet, but I'd have him somewhere in, like, the 30 range, Um, 30 to 40 range, like, high 40s, depending on what that means, like, 41, 42, Um, but he, I would, it wouldn't surprise me if he ends up being, like, a late first-round pick, but I think definitely second-round. Right.
1: Yeah, I agree. I would say second round. I think um, you know just because of the fact that he's probably more suited to the slot. I don't see him creeping into the end of the first. I figured probably like like Chase said, probably in like the around like the late thirties, early forties. I would say. All
0: right, I'm ready to talk about this guy. This this, uh, this guy uh, next is my guy, um, straight from South Carolina. Um, what can you tell me about him, Bryce? Ooh.
2: Okay, Xavier Leggett from uh University of South Carolina. Definitely a height weight speed kind of player. Um but he almost reminds me. So I'm sitting here trying to think. Debo. <laughs> no. Debo. Because he's a little bit taller than Debo. I, I'm if I'm correct. I, yeah. He's uh he's got good size and he's got a good, he, he's got, he fills out his frame really well as an outside receiver. Um, the notable South Carolina receiver that I'm sitting, that I think of is Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, Alshon wasn't, he, Xavier's not as tall as Alshon, uh, but he's definitely, he's got the same kind of build as Alshon. Uh, got the same, he might be a little bit thicker than Alshon. Uh, but he runs really good routes for how big he is. He gets out of his breaks well. And uh, Chase mentioned Debo Samuel. He's a guy, if you get the ball in his hands, he will absolutely make you pay. Um, if To me, if this was any other draft class, uh, he definitely could have pushed like the number one or number two top-rated receiver. Uh, this is just a really, really deep class of really good receivers. Um, but he worked well, really well, with Spencer Rattler at South Carolina. Uh, Spencer kind of force-fed him the ball a bunch in a lot of key moments. Um, he he's a he's a massive deep threat, uh, but he he works the middle of the field really really well. Um, it'd be it, he could definitely he has the potential to turn into a team's number one receiver in at the next level. Uh, He's got some – he's got good hands. Uh, there's not a lot of negatives, I don't think, on Xavier. Uh, but I think the some of the negatives that he might have on his draft profile aren't substantial enough to outweigh, like, some of his positives. Uh, if you turn on the tape, he'll pretty much out-muscle any corner in college football that you could probably think of. Uh, I think Xavier Leggett's a really, really good player.
0: Yeah, I think uh he could either soar up the draft boards or stay where he is where he's at depending on how he does the combine. Um, if he runs like a like a four three or like super super high four two, um, skyrocket. You know, um, but you know how Eagles fans we hate we hate Depot right? We I mean you look at my my picture on X Twitter um and my name we hate Debo, but. Before last year, I love Debo. Uh, I like I like the way he plays, um, I like everything about him, man. Like whenever I want, like when I picture a wide receiver, that I like, I admire. It's the guy that runs like a running back, but is a wide receiver, and that's what you get. Um, you know, this guy is very physical. Um, he's not. He's, he won't shy away from contact. Whether it's after he catches the ball or while the ball is in the air, he's not. He's not going to back down. He's gonna make some exciting plays in the next level. And I pray to God the Eagles take him. I think besides Johnny Wilson, I think this is my my sleeper of this of this uh wide receiver draft. Um but we'll get to Johnny Wilson when we get to number one, because that's far, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> far. <you're fucking> <laughs> uh, but uh but yeah, I just I think that Nolan knocks on him. And you know, I'm a Kentucky fan, so you know I watch... At football and I live in South Carolina, so you know, he it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Um his his knock is like his production was limited to like his last year, really. That's whenever he kinda of took off. <clears throat> Which is fine, you know, sometimes opportunities is just not there. Um and then mainly it's just on deeper throws, he he doesn't attack the ball. He kind of let the balls come to him. And I think early on in his career, you want to see some deep throws to him that might get picked off or tipped that you normally wouldn't see from like a seasoned vet that goes up and attacks the ball. Like, like AJ, like, you know, AJ has late hands, but he goes and gets the ball. Whereas those other wide receivers, those other guys will let the ball come to them. And, um,
2: and on the tape that I have watched of him, um, the one knock that I have noticed, like when you're, when you're talking about, um, uh, some deep, deep throws and deep catches. Um, He's kind of a body catcher and what that means like he doesn't he doesn't attack the ball with his hands. He lets the ball come to him and more so a lot of times catch the ball with his body. Uh, that's not that's not a really good trait you want to have at the NFL because, yeah, you can get away with a lot of that in high school and college because. Uh, defensive players reaction times aren't near as good as people in the NFL, Um if you, if you tend to catch with your body, that's just that's like that extra millisecond or extra couple milliseconds, half second, that the ball has to travel to the, its target, which allows a defensive player to jump in front of that ball. And uh, at the next level, he, he's going to have to get a little bit stronger with his hands and actually uh, catch the ball with his hands instead of letting it travel to his body.
1: Anything you want to add, Josh? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to like with uh, Leggett. I mean, you know, he's what six three, like two almost two thirty. Um, Thick. He's a big guy. <laughs> Honestly, though, I like. I'd kind of like to see him play a little bit more like his size. Um, I mean, he doesn't shy away from contact by any means, but like he's, you'd like to see him. I don't know, like be more aggressive at the point of like at the catching point, like catching with his hands instead of letting it come to him, like Bryce said. Um, he also doesn't break as many tackles as you'd expect to somebody that big. Um, he's not easy to bring down, but, you know, I just would like to see him. I don't know. I mean, I know he was a late bloomer um, production wise and growing wise. Like I know coming out of high school, he was listed at like six feet. And I don't know what he weighed, but so like he obviously kept growing and it's almost like he doesn't realize how big he is and like what he could do with his physicality. Um, like he's kind of still getting used to it. Um, but I think he's definitely somebody who we could look back in a couple of years and be like, yo, like, why did we have him ninth? Like, we should have had him, like, top three. Like, this guy is a monster. Right. Yeah. Um, honestly,
2: think, his, his, yeah. his best pro comparison might actually be a taller, faster AJ Brown. Uh, honestly, just like his frame. And uh, he's just, he's really explosive, which AJ breaks. AJ is one of the receivers that, you talk about in the league, like such as Debo. So if you get the ball in his hands, he's, he's going to break tackles and he's going to make a lot of plays, but uh, just the height and weight and speed alone. Uh, this is as AJ Brown compares to Xavier Leggett more than maybe Xavier Leggett compares to like an Alshon Jeffrey type player, like I mentioned earlier.
0: Yep. Um, I want him. I definitely want him. Um, definitely my pick. If we could get him in like the second round with one of our two picks, or uh, if he fails, if he falls the third round, I'll take him there too.
2: Uh, <laughs> but Michael Key uh, says the the way we're talking about him makes us want to take makes us want uh, Eagles to take him in the first round. I mean, he's got first round potential if he can ever get there. This is 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 definitely a
0: his thing yeah and i know josh said that you know he he probably doesn't realize how big he is all he has to do is show up to practice and just run over james bradbury once and he'll realize how big he is uh, <laughs> and just keep on running him over to the point where he just you know anyway uh, number eight another xavier uh xavier worthy from texas um a little bit smaller than the other xavier we just talked about uh, yeah. i mean he comes in he's six one one seventy-two. That's that's skinny. But if anybody knows anything about skinny,
2: skin <laughs> we know
0: about we know about skinny. Well, right. kind. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Thomas <Smith>. uh, <laughs> All right, uh, Xavier Worthy. Tell me what you know about him <laughs> about him, Bryce. All
2: right, uh, Xavier Worthy. Been at Texas for a while. Uh, was a really highly touted freshman coming out of high school. Uh, he is. If you ever have watched, like, excuse me, <clears throat> me being an Alabama fan, I got to watch him a lot the past two, uh, past two years when Alabama-Texas plays. Um, he seems to absolutely kill in big games. Um, he is an absolute burner. He is all speed, speed, speed. If you get the ball in his hands um, on, say, maybe a slant route or a deep post, you uh, <laughs> and you just happen to be playing too high safety, there's a good chance he might split your safeties, and there's not a lot you can do about it. Um, he is, He's good with his hands. Um, he's kind of a sure catcher. Uh, he's got really good hands. But everything about Xavier Worthy is all about speed. Um, him and his counterpart, A.D. Mitchell, which I think we'll be talking about next. Um, they've played really, really well. They're kind of – they're night and day on the type of the receivers that they are. Um, so the best thing – the best way I can describe Xavier Worthy, you every team has some sort of player that can change the momentum of a game at like a drop of a hat or at one play. And Xavier Worthy. Has the speed to make that type of play. Um, he's in our previous in our previous uh, like rankings that me and Chase kind of talked about. We had him at ten and Lad was at eight, which is fine. Um, they're two kind of different receivers. Both have really good speed, but I think. Xavier Worthy might just be the more explosive player than Lad was. Uh, Lad's not, Lad's not near as explosive as Xavier is. Where Lad might be the more all-around receiver, but Xavier Worthy, he will, <clears throat> he could kill you in man coverage, and he can dice up his own. He's he's a very smart receiver. Uh, knows when to sit down. Knows how to get in open space and make himself known to the quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. To me, it's this is definitely a prospect that the Eagles sh- should look at. Uh, if they decide to trade back to like a late first, I definitely wouldn't hate an Xavier Worthy in the late in the late first, but he's definitely a, a second round grade for a lot of teams. I like I like Xavier Worthy a lot.
0: Yeah, uh, what's cool about him is he can play anywhere. Um, you know, typically we think of a. A smaller frame before Devontae Smith came along, uh, you know, you would think strictly slot, right? You wouldn't think outside, but he can play outside. Um, he can play in the slot. Uh, he can he definitely can be a, a return man too. So just like just like lad, you would have a guy double up as a returner too, um, which would which would be awesome, you know. Um, but the only thing is the only really knock on him is the fact that he just isn't big and bigger cornerbacks are going to have a field day with them. Um, it's just, it's what sucks because like, I don't want to ever tell anybody they're too small. You know, I I don't want to. Um, right. And like, that's what, that's what we're doing is like, Hey, you're too small. But like, we all said the same thing about Devontae Smith. Granted, he won a Heisman, but we saw what Devontae Smith could do. So there's no reason for me to think that he, that Xavier Worthy can do the same thing. Um, different players. I know, uh, Eagles fan for life said he likes Smitty. Uh, no, he's faster, basically. He's he's faster. He's a lot faster. Because, uh, well, let's be honest, Smitty's not a burner. Because we've seen him get caught from behind. But he's fast. But, but yeah, I mean, Xavier Worthy would be a, a very fun pick, to if I say so. Because, uh, like, we need speed. And we wanted uh, Quez to be the speed guy we could have a better receiver in Xavier Worthy. Um, so uh, I think he will be um, in the second round, probably probably right around where the Eagles pick because we picked 15-54. Um, so if we want to go receiver in the second round, I think he'll be – if he's there, definitely take a look at him. Um, but – He had some good really
2: production there. too. Uh, he's not – he's – there's some receivers on this list <clears throat> that we'll talk about. Uh, later, whose production wasn't as high, and but more so you're looking at what that prospect could be, like the future just based on height, weight, speed. Xavier is not height, weight, but gosh damn it, he is speed. <laughs> and he had some good production with Quinn years and at Texas working under Steve Sarkeesian.
0: But, I mean, as far as other like wide receiver, like stuff that you want him to have, he has everything you need. It's just the size. Uh,
1: right? That's,
0: that's, that's all for me.
2: What about you, Josh?
1: Yeah, I think Xavier Worthy, on the right team, I think can have a, a tremendous impact. Like you guys said, obviously, his speed is like his first, second, and third positive. But he's a complete receiver. The only knock, or the only serious knock I have against him, which is kind of related to his size, is... You know, contested catches. He can make difficult catches, but as soon as there's any kind of contest, he doesn't have the strongest hands. He's not gonna win. Like if there's any contest, I don't I don't have confidence that he's gonna come down with the ball. But I mean, there's a lot of guys who can't make contested catches. He's not that kind of guy. And there's not a lot of guys right. who have that kind of speed who can use it the way that he yeah. does also. Um, you know, I he can I think he can play in the slot, but as and I think that's a more like for the Eagles looking for a receiver, I think we would be looking for more of a pure slot guy who might be able to have, you know, some stronger hands or make some contested catches. But, you know, he's, I mean, either way, he would be a great weapon to have. And somebody, you know, you just want to yeah. get the ball in his hands and let him use that speed. Um, yeah. I, could,
2: I think he I, would absolutely dominate a Kellen Moore offense. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and
1: I honestly I think I could see a team talking themselves into like a mid first round pick just because of his speed. I know that you know that tends to happen with receivers, especially yeah. with one with receivers as fast as he is.
2: Yeah, if he uh, has I a great combine four three speed, yeah. if he if he runs a ridiculous forty yard dash, you could be talking. To, to me, he's a much more complete receiver than John Ross was. Um, right, but that could definitely happen because John Ross, he was talked about. Leading up to the draft, because he was he had he had a lot of production coming out of Washington, but that 40 yard dash put him on in echelons of, in places that he never would have really fathomed of being. Um, if he if Xavier Worthy goes to the combine, runs low 4 3, maybe high 4 2, you could see the same thing happen with Xavier Worthy. Yep,
0: um, that's what. Speaking of combine, that's what kind of sucks about us doing this. We're trying to we're trying to schedule it out so it leads up to the draft and like when the draft comes, we got everything done and it just all makes sense. We're starting some of our rankings before the combine, so some of these guys maybe skyrocketed up, and some guys may fall down. Example: Johnny Wilson runs a four two at six foot seven. He's going to skyrocket, um, but.
2: Johnny uh, Run- if I mean, Johnny Wilson runs a fucking four two at six at six foot seven, like two hundred and twenty pounds. He might be the first player taken off the board <laughs> in Chicago. Um uh,
0: my uh, my love for Johnny Wilson won't die. Uh whenever I see a six foot seven receiver coming to a draft, it, it has me intrigued, you know. But <laughs> enough about him. Uh because he could be DGB all over again, but we don't speak of that. I've seen,
2: seen the comment uh Eagles fan. Asked if we drafted Xavier Worthy, would we be too slim at receiver? Um, I think that brings up a different kind of discussion on on where the position of receiver is actually going in the NFL. You don't see a lot of big-body receivers anymore. I think the game is more so changing to smaller guys who can work well out of breaks and have game-breaking speed. Um, because you got to think, for one, there's not big hits, really, in the league anymore. Uh, you'll get flagged for it. Um, there's not – the corner position and safety position isn't as feared tackling-wise as it is as 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 it may have used to been. Um, now it's more so can you stop a big play uh, from happening. That's kind of where the league is going. Um, I was just kind of – Wanted to get your guys' opinion on that on that comment.
0: Yeah, um, the too slim comment or what you just said, or both. 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 All right. Yeah. So um, you had a great point. Like the league isn't what it used to be, right? There aren't many like Richard Sherman's at cornerback that are on you to death. There's not a Cam Chancellor or a Brian Dawkins or Looking to take your head Ed off. Ed Reed. Yeah. it if, if there is, you know where they are. They're lined up in the box as another like another linebacker in the hybrid role. Um so in today's NFL, speed kills. But it's also nice to have a compliment to like the speedy slim receiver. Like we have AJ Brown. AJ Brown's thick as fuck, you know? Um and so it's it's a nice combo. But I also think that on the flip side of that is you're looking at San Francisco and see how what they're doing with like they're not bigger guys, but they're like they're definitely uh you know, after contact, they're going to get they're going to get some more yards. You know, um, this is what you worry about. But at the same time, if you can blow by everybody, who cares? Because they're not going to touch you anyway. Um, but you know, one of the receivers that are, that's kind of older that I think about that's like not big and has had like a great career hasn't been hurt a lot is Tyler Lockett, and I mean he's a, a prime example of you know, surviving being the smaller guy and, you know, he's done it for like 10, 11 years now and he's still, he's still solid. And, you know, I think playing smart and with the way the game's going now where you can't just, as soon as you catch the ball, get lit up. uh, I think it's okay now, you know, Um, but I do like,
2: it also pays a a lot um, if you know how to take a hit and keep yourself out of dangers, harm. Like, if you're down the sideline, you see somebody about to come try to take your head off, it's save yourself and get out of bounds compared to getting those extra yards. So I think the best example is on the Eagles pretty much right now as we speak. Devontae Smith has been healthy. I think he missed, what, one game this year? And that was the first time he's missed a game in his career so far. So um, if you ever need an example of how to take care of your body and how to take care of yourself, playing in today's league as a smaller receiver, your example is number six on the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, with the way defenses have changed, like you guys said, and also offenses are just so good at scheming players open nowadays. But just being able to get the ball into the hands of some of these speedsters. Um, you know, that's good enough to get them, you know, to keep them productive. And uh I think that's partly why he don't have as many like big physical corners and safeties as we used to, because they those guys aren't able to keep up with the same kind of speed. So as the receivers get faster, the corners have to keep up. And so yeah. that kind of just snowballs into the way that the league's progressing now in terms of the passing game.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And if a wide receiver is too big or big, they usually move the tight end anyway. So um that's the way the game is now. Um and those those blocking tight ends that you grew up watching, they're now tackles. So <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, it's it's a different game than what it was, you know, a couple years ago. Um, but yeah, let's move on to his teammate. Um AD Mitchell from Texas as well. Um this one. He he's definitely, I feel like going to be a late first round pick. Um, he's taller. He's six, four, but he also still has a, a smaller frame uh, coming in at one ninety six. Um
2: yeah, He's intriguing uh, though.
0: Yeah. I, I think that both those guys will be wins for any team. Um, but what can you tell me about him, Bryce? What more can you, can you tell us?
2: So a Mitchell known as AD Mitchell, um, Actually, used to be a Georgia Bulldog. uh, Former teammates with Jalen Carter, Keely Ringo, all these guys that play for the Eagles now. This is their former teammate. Um, Transferred to Texas uh, this past year. Um, This is – I'm trying to think of just a comp off the top of my head. I'm thinking like T. Higgins, kind of. He might be faster than T Higgins, honestly. Um
0: About George Pickens.
2: George Pickens works too. Former teammate at Georgia. Uh he's um I think he's actually a more of a complete receiver than people actually give him credit for. Um he he helped out that Texas offense a lot when he transferred there because <clears throat> beforehand pretty sure it was it was a lot of Xavier Worthy uh doing a lot of being kind of like that star number one um uh, AD Mitchell transfer into Texas helped out both of them a lot um he runs re- he runs good routes he can run a deep route almost as good as anybody I've ever seen in college football in a long time um he can track a ball really really well um He's got good hands. He's physical at the at the catch point. Um, he's physical at the point of attack. Um, I, I've seen a couple plays for him. He kind of uses his size, like you always talk about. If you're down in the red zone, he kind of he can box people out with his with his height, not so much his weight. Um, he um, he's got good speed, not killer speed, but pretty good speed. He, I think a lot of it is him just being able to to run a deep route and track a deep ball very, very well
0: yeah um, he's a great route runner. Um, I know he's like th- his biggest weakness is just sometimes he he misjudges the ball in the air, and I think that's something that can be fixed over time. Um, definitely wouldn't worry about it too much. there's not a lot of weaknesses to his game. Um, it's just finding like the small things to become more of a complete wide receiver. Uh, sometimes he does get sloppy on his route runnings, um, especially if he's not winning early. You know, he'll his effort just begins to fall off. Um, but I mean, other than that, I mean, it's definitely a win if your team picks him up. I think, I think in a couple of years, you know, he'll be great. Um, which I think. Could happen to a lot of these guys that we have in our top 10. I feel like, like I said at the beginning, I feel like this is, this is pretty stacked draft class. And honestly, we should have just top 20 just to give some of these guys like the mention, because I feel like if you aren't familiar with the, the drafts and like the prospects coming in, um, you going to miss out whenever uh, your team drafts a player in like the third, fourth round, because there are some people on here that I wish I could talk about. And we might talk about them later on. Um, but you know, I feel like I feel like Ad Mitchell's is gonna be great, and if he just cleans up some of his his, his effort issues, I feel like he's gonna be a, a super complete wide receiver in this league. Yeah. But
1: yeah, um, anything you want to add, Josh? Yeah, I think he's a. Uh, I think I like the T Higgins comparison. I think that he's a. And like Jay said, a more complete receiver than people give him credit for. Um, the only real knock I have against him is running after the catch and like top end speed. But, I mean, you can't have everything in a receiver unless you're drafting like Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, but overall, I mean, I think he's a great prospect. I think that, um, you know, I, I wouldn't want to put him in the slot. But I think that he's a good X receiver. He's good at getting open and he's good at catching the ball. I mean, well, he, you know, that's pretty much two big things you want in a receiver. So um, definitely yeah, won't catch I mean, the I, ball <laughs> yeah so I mean I, this is another guy I could see in a few years maybe being higher up like if people did a redraft people would be like oh yeah he should he should have gone a lot higher um, yeah. I mean overall I think he's solid I don't think he's gonna he's not the kind of guy I think he's gonna bust by any means um, but I also don't think he's gonna people are ever gonna think he was like the top receiver in the draft or number two because I I think we know who the number one's gonna be but
0: we do yeah we do. We definitely do. He's six foot seven. Yeah,
1: um, yeah I'm at right. number three. I'm at number
0: three. <laughs> all right. Um, next up, number six, uh Brian Thomas Jr. from LSU, uh, our first of two spoiler alert LSU receivers um in this draft. Um, six four. Pretty tall. Pretty tall. Two two oh five. Um Definitely, I don't feel like he's as polished as some of the other receivers on uh, this list so far. I think that he could definitely, you know, route running is definitely like his his biggest issue. But I feel like as far as like physicality and everything else you want in receiver, he's got it. It's just polishing up the route running at the next level. And you know, once once that once that happens, you know, the sky's the limit. Um, what else? What else can you tell me about him, Bryce?
2: So, Brian Thomas uh, Jr. Um, my comparison for him just coming out of college and the college itself um, reminds me a lot of Terrence Marshall uh, when he was coming out of LSU. Brian Thomas is a height, weight, speed guy. Um, you said six foot four, 205, but he runs like he's five foot 10, 170 pounds he's really light on his feet <clears throat> and he can he can stretch the field. He can he can fly. Um I this is a guy I'm I'm very interested to see what his forty time is. Um I think he kind of plays he plays physical but not to the aspect where you're like holy shit like this guy's going to outmuscle just anybody but um he's got a thicker frame for 205. Um a lot of i think he might have don't quote me i don't remember a lot of his years early at LSU so i'm thinking he's kind of a late bloomer um working with jaden daniels and also having malik neighbors uh did a lot of good things for his for his draft stock um i seen a comment says why is lsu so good at producing wide receivers because once you start putting a couple in the league and a lot of them tend to be really good, it draws a lot of interest interest to high school receivers. Uh, they might be wide receiver you uh, in the NFL or just in college alone. Uh, they, um, I like Brian Thomas a lot. Um He's not much of a slot receiver. I would be pretty hesitant to put him in the slot. He can work out of the slot, but I don't think his route running is as crisp enough as it would need to be going in the slot being that tall. <clears throat> excuse me. Being as tall as he is working into the slot position. He's definitely a, a true X or <laughs> Y receiver. Uh, he'd be a really good complement to a team with an already bona fide number one. Um, you look at teams like Oh, let me think here. Uh, I mentioned the Texans. Uh, him and Nico Collins would be pretty cool to see. Or, I don't know, maybe Tennessee. Tennessee's drafting really high to the point where I wouldn't think they would ever think about taking him. But um, teams in need of, of more depth at the wide receiver position, he's a guy that would be really intriguing to me at for a second secondary receiver spot.
0: yep um josh you got anything you want to
1: say um yeah i mean i like brian thomas jr a lot i love uh i know he's a former basketball player and uh i love his ability to make those contested catches and uh you know use his size you know kind of the way i'd like Xavier to get to use his um yeah i mean i don't really have much more to add aside from what you guys said um i think he's a Yeah, I mean, I like him a lot. I think he's probably best suited, like Bryce said, for a team that already has an established number one. But he's also the kind of guy I could see Mm -hmm. developing into a number one for a team you know, based on that contested catchability. I know, uh, like we said a few receivers ago, that's becoming uh, more and more rare in the NFL today. And he could definitely, he has the potential to be one of the top receivers in the league at that.
0: Yep, I think it's a high ceiling pick. Um, That's what you're shooting for with this pick um, to mold him into something great. Uh, And so if you know what you're doing, great pick. If you don't, there's always a chance that this doesn't turn out to be a great pick. Um, But that was, that was Brian Thomas Jr. Uh, Before we move on to number five, uh, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from bet online.
1: Calling all sports fans. It's time to play at Bet Online, America's number one website to back your favorite teams. We've got all the major sports covered at Bet Online football, baseball, basketball, hockey, MMA, golf, and tennis. With the earliest odds, best props and futures, as well as 24-7 customer support, if you love it, Bet Online has it. Join us and we'll treat you to a huge welcome offer. Sign up today at Bet Online. The game starts now
0: and that was bet online if you haven't already checked them out Um, Like we mentioned every episode thank you to uh, working with us Um, click on the link in our link tree which I will link um, in the description Uh, they are currently you you sign up with them have a huge welcome offer they'll match you up to like 2500 I think I can't remember how much it is but they'll match you Um, they're fantastic I use them because I live in South Carolina FBI, don't come after me, um, but uh, but yeah, check them out. College basketball's here, NBA's here, baseball's coming up. Um, Plenty things to bet on, and then F one racing is coming up too. Boom, there you go. Um, but yeah, let's move on to our number five guy, uh, Keon Coleman um, from Florida State, um, Johnny
2: Wilson's teammate. Um, <laughs>
0: <uh-oh>. <laughs> what a uh, Tell me about
2: him, Bryce. Keon Coleman, former basketball player. Uh, pretty sure he was a five-star basketball and a five-star receiver coming out of high school. Uh, initially transfer, or initially enrolled at Michigan State, transferred from Michigan State after a year or two uh, there, went to Florida State. Had a really, really good year. Um Initially, he would have been my number two receiver. Um, if you asked me a couple months ago, uh, when the season, college football season was about halfway through, to me, he was the number two receiver. Uh, he is a athletic freak. Um, this guy's a highlight play, just pretty much waiting to happen. Um, pretty sure the first game of the year this year, he went for a hat trick against LSU, had three touchdowns uh pretty much dominated that game um he's got a couple one-handed catches on the year a lot of splash plays uh there is some negatives about him though uh he's not the greatest route runner Um, uh, he's not he's not too entire he doesn't have a massive route tree he can't run everything that you would want a first round pick receiver to pretty much run uh to me, if it was still me, he would he would still go first round. Uh, I think it's kind of – I think it would be kind of crazy if he fell down to the second round or even deeper into the second round. Uh, height, weight, speed guy, but he's just an athletic monster. Um, he would – he falls into the right coaching staff and the right scheme with a really good receivers coach this guy could be one of the best receivers in the National Football League.
0: Yeah, I think based on the list we have right now, I see the list, you guys don't, sorry. He is probably not in the top five right now as far as like skills right now. I believe probably, he's probably number 10 as far as skills at this very moment when it comes to route running and everything as a whole for a wide receiver. But as Bryce mentioned, height, weight, speed, he's 6'4", right? It's tall. Uh, I think he's 210, maybe maybe more, 215. So 6'4", 215. And also, like Bryce said, his route tree isn't spectacular. He's he's coming into his rookie season, he's probably going to run basic routes. You do not want to see anything spectacular from him. It's probably going to be simplistic routes. But, that being said, if he gets a if he gets a chance to make a play on the ball it's going to be it's going to be great you know it could be it could be great um and that's why you draft somebody like that um he's not a great run blocker he's not a great route runner yet i believe he can he can take it to that next level um so you draft him based on his physical nature and i feel like this is also another high ceiling guy and payoff and that's why he's so hot on our list is because the potential is there. Um it's going to it take it's going to take a coaching staff to unlock it. Um he's gotta get he's gotta get a little faster. Um he doesn't have super elite top end speed and it takes him a minute to get to that speed, you know. Uh, but I think I wouldn't label him, I wouldn't label him as a project. He's almost a project. But not quite. He could, he could play. He could play. He could probably play right away.
2: I think he's a project that you could get some production from right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause like whenever I say project, I don't. Cause like when I think of project, I'm thinking like somebody that's like completely raw, just new to the game, not want to play at all. Whereas this guy could play, but you're going to have to work with him and you're going to have to give him time. Um, so like,
2: I think it's it's a success story. His rookie year, if he goes, if he has like seven hundred yards and three or four touchdowns, like that, that's a success for his rookie year.
0: Yeah, so definitely another Lynn guy.
1: Yeah, I think uh, the name of the game with Coleman is is potential, like you guys said. I mean, he's a freak athlete. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's just going to need time to continue to develop as a receiver um he's a, he's really just a great all-around athlete. He even played a little bit of college basketball. He played a few games for Michigan State. Um but yeah, I mean he's not going to be the kind of guy who's going to blow teams away with his complex route tree. Um not that he can't develop that. And like you said, Chase, I mean I don't want to call him like a totally raw prospect, but he's definitely not as polished as a lot of the other guys on this list. Um but the sky's the limit. I mean, he's arguably I mean, he's one of the best athletes in the class. And, uh, yeah, he needs to go to a team that's not going to rely on him for big
2: production right away. He needs time to grow as a receiver.
0: Yeah. I can see him being a hot pick, but not starting right away.
2: The best way I can kind of describe Keon Coleman, um, so if you've ever, like, grown up just hanging out with friends as a kid or something like that or playing sports, There was always one kid that was good at everything that you would do, whether that be video games, playing golf, skipping rocks, throwing a football, baseball, basketball, anything. There was always one that was just naturally gifted at anything that he did. Gian Coleman is is that. Now getting him to the point of where he needs to be to being a star NFL receiver, that the potential of him, that there's potential within him that he can be that. It's just going to take some coaching and mentoring to get in there.
0: Yep. All right. Number four, when you think of Oregon, what do you think of? I think think speed right away, you know. Also cool uniforms. And with Troy Franklin, you get that. You get speed. Uh, You get
2: speed. You
0: get size. What else do you get, Bryce?
2: Consistency. You get a lot of consistency from Troy Franklin. Uh, This was Bo Nix kind of number one. Go-to guy this year when it turns to throwing the ball, uh, Troy Franklin, about as solid as solid gets. Uh, got good hands, runs really good routes for how big he is, for his for his lengthy frame. He's he doesn't, I don't think he's real really heavy. Uh, he's he's one eighty-five. Yeah, he's just real tall, and uh, he's about when you turn the tape on, you just think of good release. And really good top end speed, and consistent, consistent hands.
0: Yep, that's that's what you're going to get consistency. Uh, whenever he was targeted, quarterback rating was 146. You no, know? so uh, that's great. So you're going to get a solid a solid pass catcher. Uh, the only downside is he 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 does have a slight frame, so chances are. Yeah. He'll go down first contact. He'll, he'll break a couple tackles here and there. Um, you probably want to get an average blocker just because of the size. Um, guys are bigger and faster than the NFL. Um, so he's he's probably about average right now. If he adds a little bit more muscle, he'll probably stay average. If not, he'll probably be below average blocker. Um, so that'll cut into his snaps at the next level uh, if he's not able to improve on that. <clears throat> but his biggest knock to me... Is one of the more frustrating things wide receivers do, um, going across the middle, you hear footsteps, the ball's being passed to you, you don't look the ball in. You turn, start trying to run before the ball gets there. I think that's the that's his biggest issue. Um, for all the good things we say about him being consistent, um, as far as any time the ball is ways his way, you probably want to catch it. That's his one knock on is right there. Uh, you gotta complete the catch before you start making plays because you don't make the catch plays over so that's my biggest knock with him uh, I think he's going to be a great player and he's going to be a great player um, and I can't wait to see what happens with him um, but that's all I got on Troy Franklin
1: yeah I like Troy Franklin a lot Troy Franklin You um, can put him all over the field you can put him in the slot you can put him outside he's got great length great catch radius he's got sure hands Um, But like you said, Chase, uh, I don't like that he... He looks like he's too concerned with getting yards after the catch. Sometimes he needs to focus on, like, catching the ball and then running. Sometimes it feels like he's trying to run before the ball gets there. And, uh, I mean, that's a big knock. That's one of my biggest pet peeves when I watch a receiver. But, I mean, I don't really have another knock against him except for the fact that he doesn't have, like, elite size. Um, just in terms of bulk, I mean, 6'2 is a great height, but he's and he's added some weight. But I don't think he's ever going to be, you know, like a big physical receiver, like winning matchups with his strength. Um, but yeah, like you said, I mean, I'm excited to see where he ends up in the NFL, and I think he's definitely going to be a productive receiver for a long time.
2: Gotcha.
0: Well, number three comes from Washington, winning Rome. What do you get, Bryce?
2: Romo Dunze. So, about him, I like Rome to me. That was a point in time. Uh, Rome was actually my second, uh, rated as my second highest receiver in this draft class, uh, at points in this year. Um, height, he's a high weight, speed guy, but he has a lot of production. And as soon as you turn on the tape, he is very, very physical when it comes to the catch point. Uh, this is – if you like big physical receivers, Rome might – Rome is kind of that receiver. Uh was in that Washington offense that freaking dominated. Uh, looked really, really good with Michael Penix and Jalen Polk. Uh, Kalen DeBoer. Uh, Ryan Grubb, they did a – everybody did an, an outstanding job at Washington last year. Um, I'm very – Rome is the one – Rome is one where I think we can finally start saying that he he's a team's number one receiver. If they're draft receiver, they're in need of a number one. And uh, that's Rome Oduze. I like him a lot. I think he's going to be a really, really good player. At the next level,
0: yeah, uh, he was he was a track star, you know, in high school. Um, so typically, that's a story you hear about uh, some running backs and wide receivers. Um, and that's where the knock comes in. He's he's still raw as a like, as a wide receiver. Um, his release isn't the greatest. Um, you want to see him improve on that, um, and then just that like that that edge to go up and go. get a- like go grab a ball uh, isn't there yet and I feel like all it takes is one time for it to happen and it'll be there it'll, it'll click instantly Um, I think I think he's he's gonna be great I think he has all the tools needed he just needs a coach that will coach him up to where he needs to be and I feel like I've said that seven times already but it's true coaching is, is a big part of it Um, and I, I'd be excited if the Eagles picked him he's not gonna make it that far at all uh, he's gonna be a first. He's gonna be first rounder. He's probably gonna be in a top ten, um, especially with a good combine. Um, so whoever gets him, lucky, 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 lucky.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Rome's a uh, like you said, Chase, a legit number one receiver for sure. Um, you know, he's a, the top option on one of the best offenses this year. Washington went crazy. I honestly think that if he came out of the draft last year, which he could have, he would have been the top receiver off the board. Um, but you know, he bet on himself, and uh, even though he won't be the top receiver this year, you know, barring a miracle, I still think it paid off. Um, yeah, I mean, he's great. He's a fantastic athlete, great route runner. He's good after the catch. He's good at good at the point of catch. He's good at tracking the ball downfield without, you know, uh, changing his stride. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he's, in a lot of years, he would be, he might be the number one receiver. And I don't think he has a strong weakness, and or definitely not anything that couldn't be coached up. Um, you know, he I almost started to say like he has to be in the right situation, but I think he's the kind of receiver where like it doesn't really matter. I think he's going to be super productive wherever he goes. Um, but you know, I mean, if he lands on a good team, he could be like a top, top receiver very quickly.
0: Yep. Um, so now, number two, if you're looking for the perfect plug in explosive slot receiver right away with the potential to become a super elite outside receiver. Look, no further than Malik neighbors from LSU. Um, he's, he's explosive, He's explosive. He's definitely the number two. Um, no ifs, fans or buts about it. <clears throat> um, he's, he's great after the catch and after contact and he's going to be explosive. He's going to be fun to watch. Um, will instantly be one of your your favorite players if your team gets them. If your team doesn't get them, probably not. But um he the past couple guys have been like six four, six three. He's six foot, but he's he's also pretty thick. Uh I believe he's two hundred, so you know, not average, but still um bigger than some of the other guys on, on this list. Um great at tracking the ball. He'll he'll go up and get the ball too. He has great he is He's great. Um what's the word I'm looking for? He'll high point a ball. He'll high point he'll he'll go up and get it. Um, and he's just explosive. And that's what you're gonna get with this player is an explosive route runner that's gonna excite you.
2: Yep. <clears throat> to me, uh, immediately when you turn on the tape, uh you can definitely see the Jamar Chase influence. Coming from his former school, uh, if you get this, if you get the ball in his hands, he's definitely that Debo kind of player that turns into a running back and can make a lot, a lot of plays on yards after catch. Uh, I like Malik. Uh, I like Malik Neighbors a lot. Um, you would kind of wish that he was a little bit taller. Uh, just working on how he like just his play style and the way he plays and you wish he had a little bit more height to him, but honestly, it, you can't really tell a difference because he can, he'll go up and get a ball. If uh, if the number one that we have ranked wasn't in this draft class, he would easily be the number one receiver and uh, it wouldn't be particularly close, to be honest. Um, I think there's a more of a debate between who's number one and who's number two than, um uh, of um, kind of anybody else, uh, I never would have thought that. Me personally, I've seen the like discussions on social media. There's arguments on who's number one and who's number two, just based on production alone and uh, potential. But, uh, man, I like I like Malik Neighbors a lot.
1: Yeah the 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 first thing that comes to mind when I think of Malik Neighbors is production. Um, you know, it doesn't matter how he's getting the ball in his hands or where he gets it. You know, he's going to get catches. He's going to get yards. He's going to get the ball in the end zone. Um, like you said, Chase, he's very plug and play. Um, he's not the tallest guy, but he's, you know, he's six feet. not short. He's not the fastest guy, but he's still fast. I mean, he's like, he's just very good all around. And he just has that, in like, I don't know what to even really call it. Kind of like intangibles, but just like that, I don't know, kind of that it factor at receiver where he's going to, I don't know, he's just going to produce. Um, he did at LSU, he's going to in the NFL, and whatever team drafts him is going to be very lucky.
0: Yeah. Um, now we move on to our number one. Um, some of you have probably seen it coming. Um, and hate to spoil it for you. It's Johnny Wilson from Florida <laughs> State. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Harrison Jr. from Ohio State. Uh, obviously, I don't think there's anybody that will tell you that uh, He's, a not, he's not the number one receiver. Um, there's there's not many negatives about him at all. There's not. Uh, the one thing I guess you could say is I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. There's not much to, to hate on him. Um, he's
2: never beat much again. You can say that.
0: <laughs> so You can say that. Um, I mean, he's not going to break a ton of tackles, so if we want to talk negatives, he's not going to break a ton of tackles, but who cares? I mean, he, he's he's elite. He saw double teams.
2: A lot and, of the times he's going to be mossing your top corner in the back of the end zone anyway, so it, it's not really going to matter.
0: Yeah, I mean his his whole senior season, he was like pressed at the line and double double teamed. It, like, And he, he won consistently. So I don't know. I don't know. There, there's not much to to say, as far as negatives, but I don't want to. I don't want to like, you know. I don't want to be too positive, you know. I don't want to be like, "Hey, this guy could be the greatest of all time." His dad was a, is a Hall of Famer, you know, and he has the potential to do that. And
2: his dad, it is considered one of the greatest of all time. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I mean, that's there. That bloodline's there. The lineage runs deep. Yeah. So there's, he's he's tens down number one. Um, the biggest question going forward is like, is he gonna be pick number one? Um and if it was any other year, I'd say you know, he'd probably go number one, but if you look at the teams that are number one, number two, they need a quarterback. Unless the Bears unless the Bears just believe in Justin Phillips. Uh, so he could go number three to the Patriots, I believe. And that'd be a steal. That would be a steal if you don't get him. If you get him number two, it's still,
2: they they don't have a quarterback. I mean, who's gonna? I don't trust any of anybody in that quarterback room to really get him the ball.
0: Yeah, that would suck, wouldn't it? Yeah, because
2: Mac ain't doing anything. So, right. So yeah, but best thing I could say about him if they if they decided ever hand out a gold jacket on draft night, uh, (laughs) to me he'd be he'd be the top candidate for it uh fucking height weight speed make any catch you can take over on any route uh he's uh he might be the best one of the best receivers i've seen in a long long time
1: yeah. has there been a better receiver prospect since like calvin johnson
2: uh it's hyped up, probably not. But I don't know. Mike Evans was pretty prospect when he was coming out.
1: No? yeah, yeah. Even Mike Evans, I don't think anybody suggested like he had like the ability to go number one overall. I don't think I don't remember. Right. Yeah, I mean, if you could make a receiver in a lab, but they said, but you can't make Calvin Johnson. You'd you'd probably make Marvin Harrison Jr. Like the only thing that I guess you could knock is like he doesn't have like I don't know.
2: How how tall was? How how tall was his dad?
1: His dad was like six feet or six one maybe. Uh, And he's like what six four?
0: He's He's six six four. four. Yeah,
1: Marvin Harrison was. Yeah, his, Marvin Harford was six feet one eighty-five. So he was not a big guy.
0: And Junior is six four two hundred five.
2: Yeah, he must get the height so, from his mama or something.
0: I don't know. I mean, my dad's five seven, my mom's five six, and I'm six.
2: I'm six
0: four. So you know, always happens. But yeah, I don't know. We we've, we've been bullshitting for yeah, the past but... minute minute here. But he's the best. He's the best prospect in the draft. He's number one. Whenever we release our our big board, guess what? He'll be number one. Um, and whoever gets him, no matter where it is, that's still the draft because he's he's a generational talent, and I think he could be a surefire Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, he's that
2: good. Yeah, man. Good. he's got. Yeah, there's <clears throat> Jamar Chase wasn't this hyped. Jalen Waddle wasn't this hyped. Julio Jones, I don't even I was know was say this Julio
1: Maybe, but yeah, I don't think he was this hyped.
2: I mean, there's just there's a lot there's a lot that he was. He's was a more complete receiver than I think anybody I've seen coming out of college in a long, long time.
0: Trying to look it up. They said Randy Moss, but like.
1: Randy Moss was hyped, but that was 30 years ago. Yeah.
0: Justin Blackman, Larry Fitzgerald, Corey okay, Davis. Okay,
2: see, Justin Blackman came to my mind, but even still. Corey Davis Corey was Davis crazy from too. Fucking Western, Western
0: Corey Michigan? Davis, I was, I not a bad.
1: I wanted him, but I mean, I wouldn't have been like, oh, this guy's the best prospect in the draft. Like,
0: (laughs) I mean, Calvin Johnson was, and well, I'd be the gold standard in my opinion, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in that mold
1: of like a Calvin Johnson, Randy Moss, like just freak receiver, sick, but like freakish height, freakish everything, like just. he's gonna be
0: good I was gonna say something truly outlandish but I'm gonna not say it
2: because
0: no No, trust me I'll say I'll say once we end this recording um I have a feeling Bryce knows where I was going with that, but uh um but yeah Harrison Jr is our number one receiver um and that'll do it for this episode of our draft show um just a reminder um What's the draft? 59 days, 60 days, something like that. Um, we will do first round coverage for all of it and then second and third round coverage that Saturday. We'll, we'll hang around for maybe the fourth, fifth round, but sixth, seventh round, we won't We won't be there. Um, yeah. Sorry about it. We'll tweet about it. We won't be there. But yeah, um, it, but yeah we're excited. We're excited to cover the draft. Um, Combine starts this week, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that'll be fun. Um, definitely see people on our list climb or fall, and then after that, we can talk biggest losers, biggest winners of the, of the combine. Um who are running backs next? And depending on the schedule, we might throw in tight ends as well. That'll be fun to talk about. Running backs is not going to be fun because no matter what we say, you guys are going to hate it because everybody has different opinions on running backs because they are not that great this year.
1: Braylon um, Allen's number one.
0: <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> To you, in your heart.
1: He's my Jeff Wilson.
0: There you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, thanks for watching the show. Um, as always, um, if you're watching live, thank you. I know some of you have been commenting. We appreciate you watching live. It means the world to us. Uh, if you're watching this after the broadcast on YouTube, uh, please like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, follow, subscribe, like the show, give us a rating. Let us know what we're doing right. Let us know what we're doing wrong. Just don't tell us you hate us um, and give us a bad review. That would not be cool. Um, and if you're looking for tickets, check out TickPick. Uh, as we've said many, many times, that's what I use to go to Eagles games. Um, they have no, no service fees, so the price that you see is the price that you pay. Um, and yeah, that, that'll do it. That'll do it. Um, any last words before we uh we wrap this bad boy up?
2: How we trade up to number one for Marvin? All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marvin's not your your number one, one. You got to stand.
0: Could you imagine? Marvin Harrison Jr., Devontae Smith, and A.J. Brown in the same field. However, if we lost, if we didn't make the Super Bowl, Jalen would get eight alive.
2: I will say that was now that we're sitting here thinking about it, a a player that did kind of catch that wave of height, but it wasn't the year that they were coming out of that draft. Johnny Wilson. Jackson. No, Jackson Smith and Jigba, like his freshman and sophomore year was like, like skyrocketing after that Rose bowl game. He had like five touchdowns or something. that game. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes
0: sense. But yeah. Uh, Check out the links in our link tree in the description we'll leave it there for you to check out our sponsors um this has been fun it's been really fun Uh, but uh we don't say go birds on the draft show because this we're not supposed to be birds um centered but today and today only we'll say it as always go go birds go birds